Welcome to episode 42 of Scarezone. And I think, Chris, this will be our first annual super show that we've ever this done. This is the super show. Yep. This is going to, you know, guys, you're used to a 30 minutes. We're bringing you 80 minutes or so of content this week. We are first going to be joined by Patrick Braylord. You know him. You love him. And uh, he's been a fan of this show. And it's very evident in this interview, Chris, that he clearly listens. He's clearly a fan of Scarezone. <laughs> if he's not a fan, he's at least listening to hear what people are thinking. So if you ever thought your voice wasn't being heard, it's clearly uh, being it's heard. being heard. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. From, <laughs> from the highest of highs. So, man, we were so excited to talk to him. Uh, we were supposed to, the reason we weren't sure if this was going to be like, oh, like a little 10-minute thing. It ended up going a full half hour, so we have a full half hour with wow. him. And it so was just a, to Universal. Yes, thank you uh, to Allie, the PR team, for really embracing what we do here. It's it's just an honor and privilege. And later on in the show, so you're going to have that one. You're going to have this mega 30 minutes. And then, because this, what we decided is this is a great present for you. It's opening week, and a lot of you guys are going to be listening to it on your flights down to Orlando. So we thought, this will last almost your entire flight. And then after that one, after this 30 minutes, you're going to have another 40-minute interview and this is with Cody and Brandy Rhodes, the American Nightmare, Mrs. Nightmare themselves, a terrific people, Halloween Horror Night super fans. It's a sweet story. If you've ever wanted to hear uh, a sweet romantic love story, you're going to dig it. Uh, and they're going to come up right after the Patrick interview. So we'll hear Patrick. We'll talk for a second and then we'll go back. So let's hear it. Guys, let's start this marathon. Here is our interview with Patrick Braylord. But this guest today, we've been wanting on. You've been a supporter of the show, actually, for a while. We see you engaging all the time, uh, including with our when we were cursed last year. But the curse has been broken, I feel like, this year. But, but man, we are so excited to have you on. Patrick Braylord, who has been a part of Horror Nights for how long now? Uh, this is my 10th Halloween. That's what I thought. A very long time. Now, your position, though, has changed a little bit, right? Just a little bit, yeah. Um, in 2007, I was I was fortunate enough to be a performance captain for the street program, and then in 08, I was a house show director. I was invited back in 09 for concept for the mazes, and then um, house show director slash overall show director slash show show director, jack of all trades, wherever they can plug me in. Uh, honored to be here. Happy to happy to have a job. So what does that mean, that position? You, you are the show director for creative development. Now, we've had on people like Mike and Charles Gray and some other people that have been a part of this. Where does your job differentiate from what they do, and, and what do you do? What's your day-to-day when it comes to Horror Nights? Okay, so um, as, as one of the creative development show directors, I'm underneath Mike. Mike's, Mike's the captain of our team. So as the senior director of creative development, he lays down uh, all the creative as far as as far as the overall direction of our department. And our department really works in two different ways. There are marquee events that happen throughout the course of the year, Halloween, of course, being one of them. And then there are new entertainment offerings that happen inside the park that we will also attach to um, for either several days up to including several years, depending on what the, the lead out on the development of them are. So as far as myself is concerned, I am um, working with Academy of Villains this year on the on the second show on the male stage. Awesome. All right. That was a big yeah. hit last year, kind of a sleeper. People were not expecting it. Uh, did you expect the response you got from the fans for Academy of Villains? Uh, you know, that's it's crazy because the, they didn't have any perception built in. They didn't have any – nobody knew – like you said, it was a sleeper. They, they Nobody knew – what to expect. 
Um, we had an inkling when we met with them for the very first time and started looking at some of the things they were capable of doing. And this year is no exception. I think that um, the, the, the trick then is to, is to show the audience, yes, they're, they're, they're Academy of Villains, but there's a lot more than just what they showed last year. And I think that, um, I think that while the guests enjoyed it last year, I think they're going to be absolutely blown away by what AOV is presenting this year. That's awesome. It's something that, again, I was blown away by, and a lot of people built it up for me And after because I went a couple weeks into the event, and I honestly was expecting, uh, not that I wasn't expecting a lot, I, you're right, I had no preconceived notions. My thoughts previously were the only shows really I'd seen on that stage had been uh, either when I attended Rock the Universe as a teen or uh, as a fan of the Jack you know, Carnival shows. So I was not necessarily... I was not not looking forward to it, but I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And I'm excited to see them back uh, in that. When it comes to this, so Chris, do you have any questions when it comes to, obviously, we are, we are guys, we are days away, obviously, from the start of Halloween Horror Night. So we're not going to get you to spoil stuff, but I want, hours. yeah, for you guys, hours, for you guys, hours, for us, a couple <laughs> days. We're not, we are not that lucky. We're lucky enough to be media, but we're not lucky enough to be employees yet. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but Chris. Yeah. So, so this year, Patrick, um, Explain to us uh, exactly what your responsibility has been uh, building up to this event so far. Uh, For this particular year? Yeah. Um, I was on the concept team for the houses. So myself, Charles, David Hughes, Manuel Cordero, Nick Collins, Dylan Collap, all of us uh, worked together to create the mazes and and develop them. Um, And then... I transitioned from the maze concept to working with AOV to help design and develop the show um, that you're going to be seeing on Friday. That's awesome. Now, I'm not going to ask you to pick favorites yet, but you obviously helped develop the houses. What was the most fun for you to work on this year? Oh, man. Um, There's... It sounds like a pat answer, and 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 I I, I don't like it because it sounds cagey, and it sounds like I'm not committing to an answer. (laughs) But really, all of them all of them offer so many different things. Um, I'm super stoked about the fact that they're going to be stunts in the Fallen this year. And I'm really, really excited about that 80s John Carpenter-esque synth vibe that we have in the audio bed of The Hive. And, and the way that we're attacking Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I'm a huge fan of that entire series. Um, I know that, and Logan, I know that you haven't watched the show yet. I know that you've only seen the two movies. Seen the movies, love the um, movies, but I'm not. See, he does listen. I don't have the time, man. I got three little babies. No, I know. <laughs> no. Trust me, I understand that. I understand that. But I, I think that what's great about it is it, when you when you mix that with with uh, uh, you know a, a a literal white whale in in the shining of something that we have worked for for years to be able to uh, get under the umbrella of Halloween Horror Nights. And then American Horror Story and getting the opportunity to tell the other three stories that they told thus far. I think there's so much fun to work on as far as the concept and and the the overall direction of those those mazes are concerned. There's so much fun to work on that it really becomes fairly difficult to be able to pinpoint one particular favorite. What about um, when it comes to people? Like, are you? Is there some? You know, obviously, you said the Fallen has stunts. We know that we've we've seen sort of the auditions and people have gone through. 
Uh, is that one that you're really looking forward to seeing reactions from, like from from us, the fans that are going to go through? Are there any that those are the particular things? Because obviously, we're all excited about the Shining. We're all excited. Obviously, the hardcore fans were all dying for the IPs or the original houses. Not necessarily. We love the IPs, but but the original house is what's at. Is the Fallen the one for you that that is sticking out? Maybe it's 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 always fun. It's it's like AOV last year, where nobody had every single year where you show up for an original maze, you don't have any preconceived notions about it. Right. You don't have you don't have any baggage. You don't have any. Oh, I remember being in the drive-through when I watched this particular movie. You you show up and it's a fresh story that is completely original and comes out of nowhere to kind of smack you in the face, and that's always really fun to watch the guest reaction in that case. Um, the Fallen, the Fallen is massive. It's epic. It's strange to use the word, but it's dense because it feels heavy and it's dark and strong. It's going to be such a great maze. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm days away from this, so I'm in full gear now. Uh, obviously this week, and, and maybe you can touch on this, maybe not, um, it, things were up in the air a little bit, just due to the fact that a lot of people are out of power. The hurricane ha- happened. Uh, how did that affect what you guys are doing, or did it affect? Did, did everything go as planned, and, and we're obviously ready to rock and roll tonight and on Friday? Uh, but when it comes to what you guys were doing, is there anything people need to uh, be aware of, I'd say? What hurricane? Okay, good. Good to know. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, it, 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 uh, it was uh, – yeah, Irma, Irma definitely left a mark. The, 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 the thing is, though, is that there's minor – cosmetic damage sure. to the property and it's not going to stop us from doing horror nights right. we've you know we've we've had ma- ma- major hurricanes and weather events come through previous to this and it hasn't stopped us um the one caveat to that is that we planted corn this year so we kind of asked for it <laughs> yeah because um, that is cool. a halloween superstition uh, every year we plant corn something happens um and and but the corn miraculously made it through unscathed oh wow yeah. wow yeah, you can't kill you can't. Do- you can't kill demon corn. <laughs> well, good to know. Um, I know that was something that uh, oddly, because it, it's one of those things just people ended up you know talking about. People were looking forward to. So uh, yeah. that's that's good news for a lot of fans. Yeah, yeah. So let's hope it let's hope it stays that way. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it is something that um, it's 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 definitely on our minds. I mean, not only is it impacting all of the team members that we have here, but it obviously impacts the guests as well. And and so when they come to the event. I just hope that they have the opportunity to to relax and escape and enjoy. I mean, not relax too much, obviously, but to at least enjoy. In that kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy time away from from things that are going on, even if it means that they're only coming to get into the AC of our sound stages. <laughs> good, good point. That's, that's, that's promo. But, hey, Chris, I know you got something. Yeah. Um, I mean, in recent years, we've seen you working a lot more with uh, your West Coast partners over in Hollywood. So I just wondered – um, how much of that has, has uh, impacted the event for this year? How much working has there been and collaboration has there been with, uh, say, John Murdy over in Hollywood? Uh, we work fairly closely with our, with our partners over in Hollywood. Um, we're sharing several IPs this year, and that means that during the course of the process, as far as the negotiation of rights and, and talking contracts and, and the approval process, they're not, they are completely separate mazes, based on an, on, a, on an individual IP, but the processes to which we go through for approvals and the idea and, and the conversations that we have with those license holders are all very much tied together. 
And so working with Murdy and his team, I mean, they've, they've got a great team out there, and, and we've, we've really been lucky this year, I think, to gather the slate of properties that we have. I think that, and, and it sounds, it's, it's going to sound like a pat answer by the end of this weekend, because I tell everybody this, and I, and I, but I firmly believe it, and that this year has both through the intellectual property mazes and the license, the license mazes, as well as the, the original mazes, I really do think we have one of the, if not the strongest year we've ever done to date. I mean, it's I'm a very, really diverse very, lineup. The, the, team, the team that we have, uh, scenically, audio, video, lighting, effects, I'm, I'm going to miss people, costuming, makeup, everybody, all the way down the line, decor, uh, it, they all, they have all suffered so greatly for the art of being able to put together this massive event, and they have done such an amazing job. Um, Charles um, on, this, on the house show direction team, and then Blake Braswell on the, the street show direction team, Jason Horn for Bill and Ted, um, AOV and what they've been able to bring to the board this year. Everything is running on all cylinders, and I'm so stoked for everybody to come and see it. I mean, it, it does feel like Halloween Horror Nights is having this, you know, another renaissance in a way of the, of the years that we've had just recently. We have been well and truly spoiled. <laughs> That's, that is um, based, on, based on the amount of work and the things that um, I and others have seen in the past few years. That is a huge compliment. Thank you. Um, the, 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 the way that the, the forerunners of, of, of Halloween Horror Nights and, and what they've been able to impart not, and from Julie Zimmerman and Jason Sorrell in the first Bill and Ted's to, to uh, Michael Roddy and, and Greg Bruckheimer, as far as Bill and Ted's are concerned, to Aiello. Everybody has had an opportunity to put their hands on the event. And I think that, um, that Charles and Blake and, and Mike and Jason and myself, if I may be uh, so bold, we really do enjoy doing what we're doing. And I think that, that, um, I think that shines through. Whether oh, yeah, or not definitely. that means it's another renaissance is, is for the guests to figure out. But I really do believe that um, that we're enjoying what we're doing and, and, and very grateful and humble for the opportunity to do it. The other question I had, uh, Patrick mentioned the, the, white, the whale of the event being The Shining. I wanted to find out some more about The Shining, how long it's been in development and what uh, sort of hoops and thoughts and, and designs that you've gone through to bring it to the event. Um, the Shining is much like uh, American Horror Story, uh, much like um, American Werewolf in London, much like Exorcist, much like any property that we've been looking at for quite a while is is something that is very deliberately approached, and we want to make sure that we are, are dotting our I's and crossing our T's. It's a great question to ask, I think, because we as fans want to bring those things and those properties to the event that I think will a resonate with the guests, but also I think that that it, it's selfish on our part that we want to see those properties come to life and, and impact our guests in a really visceral way. Um, the Shining has been talked about year in and year out for at least as long as I've been around, and if not longer, as wouldn't it be great if we could always do X and. It just so happened that, that we have a great partnership uh, with our friends over at Warner Brothers and were able to kind of bridge that gap and make sure that they understood that we wanted that property to become a part of our event. And then as far as the approval process is concerned, everything is getting approved through, um, through Warner Brothers, 
the Kubica State, we want to make sure that we satisfy not only the licensor, but also all of the film fans that are going to be walking through that door. Um, for ourselves, we love attention to detail, I think, as evidenced through the, the mazes as you go through them. And, and what's great about The Shining is that we have the opportunity to be very um, methodical about how we place Easter eggs and about how we show the scenes the way they need to be seen in order for a guest who's seen the movie and who's a huge fan of that film to have the story paid off for them while still getting scared. That's amazing, man. And I think people are just so excited to experience this house. In some ways, I talked to another guest we had on um, the same episode, uh, who is a professional wrestler who's a big fan, Cody Rhodes. And he told me that to him, this is to him the same as, uh, or very similar to him as The Exorcist, which is you're not really sure how you guys are going to accomplish it mentally. Like We watch the movie and we're like, okay, let's see how this goes. But we know it's going to deliver because you have to be so creative with it. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we're, um, we're excited to see the guest reactions to The Shining. We really are. We've, got, we've paid off certain movie moments very well, and I think that I think it's going to be a lot of fun for people to go through and, and maybe put a smile on their face at the same time that they're yelling. What about that for a smile on your face? Usually every year it's very evident what is sort of the funny house or maybe the, like I'd say last year, you'd put a Krampus or you even put the Chance house on there. Is that really represented this year? Is there sort of the more, is Ash versus Evil Dead that house? Is there the more fun house? I think it's by its very nature, Ash versus Evil Dead satisfies yeah. that box. Okay. Uh, I was curious. Yeah. That, that show, I mean, I mean, we have a felt puppet in that house. All right. Oh, wow. I'm in. <laughs> Say You've no got more. a felt puppet with a chainsaw hand. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. Don't worry. What What about that? You, you mentioned the white whale scenario. Is there any that? Um, and we have to see uh, Ali in PR, who we love. You have to tell us if this is okay question to ask. Is there any that you haven't gotten your hands on that personally you would love to you'd love to touch? She's scowling at me right now. <laughs> Don't, and that's the <laughs> answer. He won't be answering that. Okay, moving on. Like, moving on. Mike can answer. Okay, come on. Mike, Mike can answer. No, Logan. There are no white whales still left out no, there. Okay. Wait. No, there are. There, there are. There are. Um, I know for a fact, based on based on the team, that there are several um, houses that we have yet to go after, or properties that we have yet to go after that we are not only strident fans of, but that really want to see for the guests' um, benefit. We really have. We have a list of, of things that we would love to eventually see in our uh, on property. Well, even Halloween was one of those for a while. Absolutely. Yeah, Halloween lived on our board for a long time. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let that answer slide. Now, when it comes down to it, man, I think people want to know a little bit also about your backstory when it comes to not only Horror Nights, but just Universal in general. How did you end up doing what you're doing? Where did you start? What was day one for you at Universal? Uh, day one was sitting in the horror makeup uh, theater in 2005. And it was day one for everybody who had been hired for the Fear Factor live show. All right. And I had showed up. I sailed under a lucky star, and I still don't know how I ended up getting the job that I got because for the, the performing gig that I, that I got when I first started because I saw an advertisement online for an audition or an email that came through for an audition for Fear Factor. And my wife and I were sitting there, and she goes, you know, you should go out for that. And I went, oh, all right. And I was an actor at the time. I, I, had, I, I graduated from, 
from uh, college up in Washington State, and um, and we had come down here. Strangely enough, we moved to Florida two weeks before Charlie Francis and Gene rolled through. All right, interesting. So, so big hurricanes are kind of our thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, um, so I went to the audition, but for some reason, there were only four other guys at the audition. And somehow I had managed to slip through the cracks, and I apparently was at the final, final callback for the entire thing. So I don't know how that happened, but I'm very thankful for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. It allowed, yeah, I got the gig, and uh, myself and the four other guys that went out for that role, we, uh, we were in the horror makeup theater, and I know nobody on property at this point. <laughs> and um, one of the producers of the show, she looked back at me, and she's like, who are you? <laughs> And who I was, and she's like, well, sit up here with the actors. And I'm like, okay. And then we opened the show that summer and became a contracted performer with that show by the fall. And then I was at Fear Factor for about two and a half years, and then I saw that they were having, um, they were having interviews for the performance captain roles. And I had done not only acting but also directing in Seattle as well as through the Orlando theater community previous to me going out for the performance captain job, which I think helped. And um, I interviewed with Roddy, and, and Roddy uh, brought me on the team, and I was the seasonal uh, performance captain for the streets that year. And then I interviewed for the, performance ca- or the, the show directing gig for the houses in the following year. And normally I think that that happens. You, I, I, I don't know what is normal. But I had the great fortune of being seasonally in that role yeah. um, and pulled away from Fear Factor for a time for me to be able to do that. But then Mike Aiello had a baby. And so he and his wife had a baby. So I, I was brought in earlier than I think normal and handed the book and said, here you go. <laughs> and so if you can imagine, I, I had been to the park as a guest and I had experienced Horror Nights in 04, 05, 06. And been the performance captain for 07, so I knew what Horror Nights was about. But when Mike Aiello is sitting across the table at you and hands you the entire book of Horror Nights and says, okay, here you go. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, and how can you not have fun, right? Um, but that's, it, it was, yeah, so, so yeah, that, was a, that was a unique challenge. Now, what and, is it? Um, and not to cut you off, I have a question. Maybe you can kind of shed some light on this. A running theme is this. It seems to be the actors and performers in the parks, or actors in general, end up taking these roles. You have Mike, who is a performer. You have you. You have uh, Charles, people that were in the Bill and Ted show, and, and they end up in these positions. There's something specific maybe about having an actor's mentality that leads itself or lends itself to this these roles? Well, I think that um, – that's a great question. I think that – I think that having a performer eye when you are a show director is always a benefit. I think that having the opportunity to be able to see it um, as far as the, the lens you can look through right. is operationally in the park, it will mean this because I've been a performer and I understand what either set times are like or show grids are like or I understand what this is going to do to costuming and makeup because I was a part of the acting and so I know – what those individuals go through on a daily basis. I think it gives you a perspective. Um, but I also know that, that every single one of us came from kind of a circuitous route to get where we are. Right. Well, even all of us were performers in the park. Mike started in operations with Jaws and then worked his way into Nick and then went to Blues. 
And Laura, Laura Sauls, who's um, the senior show director over here, she started off as a dancer in in Ohio and then went to Pittsburgh and then uh, worked for a number of parks up in the up in the Midwest. And then she worked at SeaWorld when she came down here, and then she made her way um, through the park doing a number of roles before she became the, chore the choreography facet of the show direction team at the time that she joined. Um, Jason Horn was brought on as a co-writer for Bill and Ted, but he, too, was also a performer right. um, over at Poseidon. And then Charles has been part of Universal for over 20 years. So I think that it lends itself, and it, it definitely helps. Um but I, but I don't think it's the I, – I, I'm not sure whether or not that will always be the case. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, be that case, but it's just odd. Now, I mean, it just cut, came to me as we were doing these interviews. It just seems to be not necessarily the same route, but a almost a similar backstory in some ways to how you guys end up in these creative roles. Now, you obviously mentioned Bill and Ted. You've had a relationship with Bill and Ted over the years, and this is the farewell season. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I am, um, I am sad to see them go, but I'm happy that they were here. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> I, 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 I am. I'm sad to see that show end, but at the same time, I can't be, I, I, I cannot speak, um, more highly of the, the group of people that I had the great fortune of working with or all of the other performers, technicians, designers, and everybody else that ever put their hands on that particular show so that the guests could enjoy themselves at 30 to 40 minutes a pop. So you are I, not um, the one to blame. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope not. No. Look at Allie, like, really? Did anybody tell me? No. I'm not. I'm not. She just said, no, I'm not. Okay, good, good. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's... no. Um, that, that, those kinds of decisions get made way above. Yeah, yeah. I understand, but you know, <laughs> the fans are looking for for someone to look at, so we won't we won't blame it on you because you seem to be uh, as sold out. Of this. We're all horn. we're all sad. Blame it on Horn. Okay, we'll blame it on him. Blame Sorry, on, Jason. No, no, not Horn. Not Horn. Not okay. Horn. Not Jason Horn. Oh, Corn. Jason Horn. Corn. Blame it on the Corn. Oh, Corn Horn. It's the same thing. Demon, demon corn. <laughs> All right, Jason, we'll let you slide. We'll let you slide. We know you yeah, listen to this. Yeah, please well. don't blame it on poor Jason. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, something for this year, and uh, Chris kind of mentioned to me that people are excited about is uh, the scare zones this year. And I know I don't know what your involvement was with the with the streets, but uh, trick or treat is one that kind of came up that a lot of people have been wanting to see as uh, see because it is sort of a cult classic brought to the parks as well. Is that something that uh, that you're looking forward to? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the zone is gorgeous. It is. From what it has saying. hundreds of pumpkins in the trees. There are vignettes from every single portion of that film. The characters are crazy. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I'm a huge fan of that movie. Yeah, I think a lot of us are, and a lot of us are excited. Well, Patrick, we're, we're just thrilled that Horror Nights is upon us, that this weekend we all get to come and re-experience. And for the longest time ever, this is what? This is this show, I mean, the fact that this is going to run from this Friday coming up, and then go for, I mean, we're talking till the beginning of November, uh, is it, awesome. I mean, I'm thrilled. But for you, was there any any difference in that with you guys planning challenges, knowing that uh, your cast was even going to be working longer, that things were going to be different, knowing that you're going an extra couple weeks this year? Well, oh, man. The, yeah, I mean, we're going 34 nights this yeah. year, and that's, that's it, intense. It is the long end. Yeah. Um, the cast... The, the the crew, they are by far the hardest working group of people that I've ever had the great pleasure of knowing. 
and the 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 casts in the mazes and the scare zones and the shows um, all have a huge amount of dedication to Halloween as a holiday, to Halloween Horror Nights as an event, to Universal as a place to work. It seems it seems that every single year you look, you see these people who are truly, truly tough doing really hard work and and getting the benefit of scaring hundreds of thousands of people for weeks on end. It's it it, it kind of is a it, it kind of is a, a lightning in a bottle situation as far as the cast and crews are concerned. Because they they work so hard and they as you said that we're going to the beginning of November this year um, gives us more opportunity, I think, to scare guests for longer is always going to be a benefit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, the, the, but the but the cast and crew, I can't speak highly enough of them. I can't speak highly. I can't speak too highly of them. Like I can't. Not they are they are amazing people and they are truly the lifeblood of our event. And we're very thankful for for the work that they put in. Well, I can't think of a better place to to wrap this up, Patrick. You know, we're all looking forward to seeing your work and the work of the team this weekend. And again, thank you for for spending some time with us. I know you've been wanting to come on. I've been wanting to have you. So it's been a it's been a pleasure. Hope to have you on later on. Especially you know, this is sort of the problem when we do these interviews. I love doing them, but the fact that I, what I'm really going to have questions for you is on Friday is <laughs> when we're done with this. Oh, yeah, gonna, absolutely. I'm going to go. Okay, yeah, now tell me tell me where the Easter eggs are. Now is there? And I'm not going to ask for where things are, but is there any 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 like sort of Thinly veiled clues you can give us of something we should keep our eyes out for. Uh, no. no. All right. <laughs> just trying to just no. trying to do some fan service here for you, man. Trying to make sure to people love point, you. To, 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 that, to that point, I would love nothing more than to be able to come on once the event is open and talk you through stuff. Because awesome. right now we are kind of shooting in the dark and going, well, I can tell you about this maze, but until you experience it, I can't really give you any fine points. Um. So why don't you have your people talk to my people, and then we'll figure that all out, and then we'll do that. Fine. All right. I'll. I'll. I'll we'll. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll get it done. I'm excited to do that because that's that's sort of the struggle with this, man. Is I really want to hear about your creative process going into these specific things, and and just knowing the little things you've told us, the little hints coming in this year, whether it's corn, whether it's stunts, uh, it just sounds like it's going to be an amazing year. People didn't think 25 could be topped. I think 26 topped it, and I look forward to 27 blowing me away, man. So we appreciate uh, all the love and all the support that you guys have given us to here on the show. Hey man, we really appreciate what you guys are doing, and and it, obviously it's 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 paying off as far as the the fan base is concerned. They listen to you guys, they trust you guys, and and we're really really happy that you guys are a part of the event now. Thank you so much. All right, uh, thank Patrick, you. thank you so much for spending spending the next last uh, half hour with us. We we couldn't no have problem. been more Logan, thrilled. Chris, later. See you, man. Yeah, thank All you, right. Patrick. All right, special thanks to our friend, new friend, best friend forever. Patrick Braylord for sitting down, talking to us, spending 20 minutes of his day to talk to us about Halloween Horror Nights 27. You know, that's something that we haven't had really a guest officially on. We obviously had had Aaron Klein earlier this year. Um, but that's our first guest really promoting this year, and we've been working on that. And uh, thanks to everyone at Universal PR for hooking that up. Now, moving on to another guest. And for you guys that are wrestling fans, you're going to dig it. And for those that are not wrestling fans, please stick around. You're going to love this. It is a 40-minute extravaganza that I spent um, with the current Ring of Honor champion, Cody Rhodes, and his wife, Brandy Rhodes. 
And uh, they were in Atlanta, so it's on a Skype connection. So, no, they were doing it from a computer, so that the audio quality isn't just perfect, but it is really interesting. Um, if you're a fan of Horror Nights, you're going to love their story. Even they're like, it's like the sweetest thing you've ever heard. It's a very romantic story in many ways. Wow. Um, so, so that's just a tease. You're going to enjoy it. And it's very, and you can tell they're passionate about this event. And for a lot of people, this is their pilgrimage, Chris. This is something that uh. they do every year. Logan, I can tell you now, I get plenty of people writing to me and saying that this is them and their partners treat that they do every year. People have met their husbands and wives at Halloween Horror Nights. People have got freaking married at Halloween Horror Nights. So, you know, love has a big part to do with it. All right. Well, let's kick it over again. This is a pretty in-depth, fun conversation that we had with Cody and Brandy, just two terrific people and uh, I couldn't say enough. I, I had so much fun last night recording this. It was late at night. I was half delirious, and they brought um, they brought the the horror nights knowledge and love. And uh, take a listen to this. And again, I hope you guys have a happy time listening. And we're we're so close, guys. So I mean, we're we're we're, we're on for, you could be listening to this on the way. I know a lot of you guys said put out the show, make it an extra special long show, so I have something to listen to on my flight. So this is for you guys. Here is my conversation with. The American Nightmare and Mrs. Nightmare herself, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. All right, we are thrilled to welcome these next two guests we've had on Scarezone this week, especially opening week. Halloween Horror Nights opens this Friday. When you're hearing this, you guys are all probably prepping, ready to go. And it is 9.30 at night right now. I just put my kids to sleep, so I'm like transitioning from singing Jesus Loves Me to talking about Halloween Horror Nights. And I'm excited to be doing that with... It's very appropriate. Mr. and Mrs. American Nightmare, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having us. No problem. Now, I have to say, I have to admit, I'm obviously a fan, and but we're not, wait, for, for the amount of wrestling questions I got, I'm not asking any of those tonight. At least I'm going to try to avoid as many as possible. If they come up, forgive me. But in general, I think the first time I ever saw you guys at the event, and I remember this because randomly me and my buddy were there. We only were able to go once a year, and we were there, and I think it was 2013, because I remember passing you in the mustache years and being like, wait a second, I think Cody Rhodes is here. So what was your first uh, entrance, I guess, to Halloween Horror Nights? So I have been going to Halloween Horror Nights since, uh, gosh... I'm trying to think. It was something that my Aunt Terry, who lives in the the Tampa area, she used to tell me when I was much younger how this is the event. It's the number one horror event, uh, bar none. And I didn't believe her, I don't think. Um, Universal was my park. That was where my mom would take me, and Confrontation was my ride. Absolutely. I, I was obsessed with it. But I didn't go to Halloween Horror Nights, I think, until... Gosh, it might have been like my first experience might have been 2009, 2009 HHN. Yeah. Wow. So. so did you, I mean, you guys, you're in Atlanta now and you spent a lot of time. Did you grow up pretty much in Orlando? And why, why did Universal become your park more than, than Disney? Well, I mean, if you remember the saying, you can ride the movies. I mean, I, uh, I used to go to uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, and at the time, I think it was MGM, is what they had it called. Saturday night did some tapings there for World Championship Wrestling, and we'd literally just go out the back door, and um, we'd go out into the park, but it never it never struck me like Universal got me. I got, as soon as I walked in the park, I'd go to the right for Hitchcock, 
Um, like, and then to the left for Hanna-Barbera, I, I was sucked in. I was looking up like Lucy and Murder, she wrote, and all this stuff that was way beyond me just because it, it was at Universal. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I, I was just down with Universal. My mom, this is a little side fact. She was a real estate agent. She only sold one house, and it was to a lady who worked on the Ghostbusters ride, or essentially the Ghostbusters show. Yeah, so that was our part, man. That's awesome. Now, Brandy, what about you? What was your first experience uh, going to Halloween Horror Nights? And was that through Cody? So, yeah, um, but the the backstory here is that our horror love starts with me. Um, I am the horror fanatic. I'm the freak of the family. Um, I started going to haunted houses way too young. Um, I'm from Michigan, and I was a figure skater in Michigan and very close with my coach for many, many years. And her husband at the time built haunted houses all throughout Michigan, um, Ohio, Indiana. So on weekends, they would take me as a kid, and I'm like eight, nine years old, but they would take me like I was their kid, and clearly I was not um, a white couple, but, <laughs> but um, they would take, take me to these houses that he had built and like been working on for half the year, and they would kind of test them on me, but the secret was I hated them. I was terrified. I was by myself, the only kid, and they're drinking and having a great time watching me terrified, but... I loved my coach so much that I could never tell her, this is not what I want to do with my set. <laughs> like, this is awful. Um, so instead I just would go and I started to, I guess, fall in love with what scared the crap out of me the most. So if it was something that I felt like I could never forget, or if I felt like I was up for nights and nights and nights, not being able to sleep, I started to admire that. And then I started to look forward to it every year. So when, um, Cody, when we first started dating, um, he kind of randomly, for one of our first dates, he says to me, you know, well, I have this thing. I kind of want to ask you if you want to go, but I, I have no idea, you know, what you'll think. And I was like, geez. What, what is oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he said, would you ever want to go to Halloween Horror Nights? And at that point, I had waited probably 27 years for someone to ask me if I wanted to go to something like Halloween Horror Nights. And I actually had lived in Miami for like five years and couldn't find anybody to go with me. They were all be like, no, you're crazy. I'm not driving all the way to Orlando to get the piss scared out of me and then driving all the way back, back here to Miami. So I've been wanting to go forever. And when he said that, that was just kind of like, you know what? This is going to be, you know, his past. He can mess up a couple of things after this because this is a great this is this is such a great start so he's starting off on such a good foot that you know he's going to get a couple of buys if he if he makes me mad or, or messes with me never messed up since. <laughs> no true love through halloween horror nights beautiful <laughs> now you said you're the horror person in the family now cody are were you a horror movie fan at all before this or were you like a lot of people who just got into it because of the spectacle Got to do it because of the spectacle. I'm, I'm almost anti-horror, um, which is not – it doesn't fly in our house. Brandy has a tattoo on her wrist that has Frankenstein bolts and werewolf-like rippage and blood drops from a vampire. So it's, it's, it's a regular thing, 
and that's cool because we have like a good balance. I like to watch old wrestling, and <laughs> and then she'll. That's kind of the balance. Is one night we'll watch that, and then the next night whatever horror film is out. We're we're very current with pretty much all all there is in the horror scene, uh, and well, I just, enjoy it. I like it. I I'm not anti horror anymore. <laughs> I like it. Just within like the last year, and I've been making him like really, really g up for Halloween Horror Nights every year. Like late August, we start, and then we start like watching movies, and of course, other stuff starts coming out. But like, I just recently made him watch The Shining because he'd never seen it. But um, he just told me, maybe in the last year, hey, guess what? I don't really love horror movies as much as. I was like, really? I didn't know that. Like, you're such a sport because you. Every time I ask, you pretty much watch them. I'm so. down. I just, it's just not my thing. The Shining, though, was a that movie could have been made today. What a timeless masterpiece! I dug The Shining. Dug Absolutely. It. I mean, I think that's why so many people are so excited about it this year. Is talking about something that. I think it's going to be very unique. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to accomplish it, but that's what almost makes it so exciting is that it's such a, a different style of film that everyone, even if you don't like horror movies, I think you're right. It's just such a different thing altogether that I really look forward to it as a Horror Nights house, opposed to it just being a blood and gore fest. That, that's the specialty of our, our mutual friend who over the years I have learned to pronounce his last name and I have unlearned how to pronounce it. So I just call him Magic Mike. Exactly. <laughs> Magic Magic Mike uh, took last year, was it last year that we did Exorcist in Orlando? Or Yeah. Yes. So he took Exorcist, which is essentially just this film inside a house and he provided an entire maze. In one, one room. In, uh, pretty much going back <laughs> to the same room over and over uh, and he just he just killed it. He, he just just knocked it out of the park and just an, an excellent, excellent maze. So I imagine he's a he's got the touch, man. He's yeah. got the touch. Shining, the shining will be dope though. Yeah. They do great with anything that is they do great at making you believe you're in any world you're supposed to be in. So like when they did Michael Myers, I was there. I was in the house. I mean, from the moment I walked up, I was on the street, I'm in the I'm I'm walking in the house, I'm in the house. So we'll be in the hotel. Yeah. That that's no doubt, you know, and, and they do such a great job of making you just completely absorb yourself in the world. And I can't wait for that house. Yeah, I yeah. feel the same way. I um I'm not a I'm kinda of more like Cody. I'm not a hardcore horror fan, but I've been a fan of Horror Nights. I've been going since I was like fifteen. And I'm I think I'm around you guys, I'm thirty one and I've been doing I've been feel like I'm, you know, it, it, it is something that I've, I've grown up with, but I love that spectacle almost more than I love any horror movie that I can experience. And uh, I'm not as up to date on it. I've tried to, I got, I got to get going because I'm going Friday, and I've, obviously I've seen The Shining, but I got to like binge a lot of stuff. And the problem when they start going into the TV shows is where I'm like, I just don't have the time. Uh, but we'll see. <laughs> That's um, like you say, like spectacle and. So Zack Ryder, uh, who we couldn't we couldn't do this without mentioning Zack. Of course not. Um, Zack is a few years ago. Zack was almost anti-universal. I mean, a regular yeah uh, snot mark here and there. Uh, when we go out with Magic Mike, Zack regularly mentions the disrespect towards the DeLorean, <laughs> its placement in the park. And I think Mike always laughs at it, but I can see in Zach's eyes that it's, he's serious. Yeah, it's real. 
and, <laughs> and it's, it's almost angry. Um, but Zach and I, uh, we went in and I said, I remember what I said to him. I said, it's real cool right now. It was, there was still, it was um, still daylight out. And I said, it's real cool right now, but when it gets dark is when business really picks up. And we went in uh, to a few houses and on the way out, a few of the mazes on the way out, it had officially hit like twilight and dark. And there was fire going off by the school bus for the purge scare zone. And Zach literally just took a step back and goes, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, there's people running by and uh, he's been hooked um, ever since, man. That's yeah, when the no. light out, man. That's, it gets serious. Yeah, if you want to hear his, his uh, love and hatred for the disrespect of the DeLorean, go back over to uh, episode 30 when we had Zach on. Who oh, yeah. on. We did have him on. We had him on about, I don't know, right uh, in the end of March. And it was a uh, it was a good time, but he definitely uh, he he spoke his mind about his feelings on uh, on the Delorean. Yeah, it's weird because like he wanted Twister to be gone for so long, and then when Twister went out, he actually was like sad about it. Right. And so <laughs> I don't I don't trust a lot of. I think he's real like uh, knee jerk. Um, I'm sure you've heard all his rules. You need to have tennis shoes on, close closed toed shoes in the park, so you can run. From attraction to attraction, there's a lot of stupid rules. But that yeah, he, he doesn't like to take time sitting on the bench. Like we like to get a drink and sit for yeah. a second. And yeah. He gets so angry about that. And, and even when he does drink, he's like, "Oh, hey, look, guys, I'm doing you. I'm doing you." And it's passive aggressive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he does the fake watch a lot. Like, oh. taps his wrist. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the best though. Oh, yeah. And we, we had a fun time talking about this, but he definitely attributed a lot of that you know, love for Universal now to you. And he talked about that. He kind of wasn't a Universal guy and how he has sort of transitioned as in now he's an Orlando citizen. He's almost moved most of his time now to being a Universal guy, which is pretty interesting to hear from someone who was hardcore. Now, how do you you kind of have this aura now where you are bringing it seems like a group of guys with you are you like just slowly recruiting people to your side i always see photos that like mike is posting or you're posting with a uh, an interesting group of people yeah it's always a, a colorful Here, band uh, the, i'm done recruiting people yeah. though because it's, it's here's, the, here's the real story so we went the first halloween horror nights we went to together was the most fun we've ever had best um, date of the, all time the the, the Probably our best Halloween Horror Nights experience, even though they've all been great. Um, but it was just us. Since then, even if we go multiple times a year, he commits to trying to bring all these people who don't get it and don't want to get it, but they just want to go maybe drink or, or walk around and like pretend to have fun or something. We have had some bonkers people with us, and we've had some nights that I've just been like, wow. Um, they suck. I, I could have done this whole thing myself yeah. and had more fun than than with any of these people here with me. So I think now that we found Zach, somebody who genuinely gets it, enjoys it, and we can have like real fun with, I, I'm not open to the group opening up much more. I'll tell <laughs> you, the uh, probably the best guest we brought was just a random time where we went on a whim and we brought my mom. She had more fun than some of the other characters that we have brought uh, along. Yeah, the, the group picture, if somebody was to go online and put together all the group pictures, there'd be a lot of discrepancies and <laughs> issues and problems. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's that's <laughs> the fun in the group picture. That's the fun. We'll move on. We'll move on. 
from that. Don't start analyzing photos, people. It's fine. Uh, but for, for like many of us, you guys aren't Orlando you know, natives. You're not there either regularly, but not there as much as you're like us. You're incredibly busy. You know, I saw you guys in Atlanta. I came out to the Ring of Honor show, had a great time. And you're traveling like crazy. I see your dates online. Why why is it important for you guys and what makes this worth traveling for? Leaving your house, getting on an airplane, flying to Orlando. I get it. But for you guys, you're so busy with all your travel schedule. Why is this a pilgrimage for you? This is our Christmas in our, for our family. It was our, it was our best first date. Or our best date. I mean, it was one of the first dates, but it's it was something that um, when you're a like young dude and you're bringing different women on things that you like, one of the things that you're always it's almost always disappointed. Like, well, they're not as into it as I am. The situation where I, Brandy and I on one of our first dates went to this park, she was more into it than I was. And that was like, the that was the moment. I, I know we're talking specifically about HHN, but I'm not making it up. I would tell anyone. That's the moment when I was like, oh, she's definitely number one. Like, I even told her that night, in lieu of saying, I love you, because it was way too soon to say I love you, I said, you're my favorite. When I was really drunk, I said, you're my favorite. I was sitting on the, uh, the little stone bench over by E.T. Uh, and I said, you're my favorite. And that's, you know, like, that's that's to me that it's our Christmas. We've we've done it in the rain. We've done it like we wouldn't miss it. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I was just gonna say for me, you know, I'm a very calm, collected person. Um, a lot of people, if you don't know me, you kind of see me as this announcer type personality because that's just my voice. But I'm very straight and narrow, and you know, unless we're close, I'm not super emotional. Um, but the one thing that you can get like childlike emotion from me is horror. And if you put it on a scale like uh, Halloween Horror Nights, it's it's unbridled. It's just like my eyes are big and like I'm I'm full of like this this adrenaline and childlike wonder. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's a feeling that I can only get there. Because we're, um, we're weird, too. We're in our 30s, and we still don't have kids, so, like, Christmas kind of sucks. Like, yeah. like, oh, just two of us staring at each other. Oh, let's open them up now. Uh, you know? Like, I still uh, like Christmas. I'm, I'm I, it doesn't suck. <laughs> Compared to Halloween Horror Nights, it's a far second. No, I yeah. get that. I get that absolutely. That was, I mean, Halloween in my household, pre-kids, and even still now, still a bigger deal than, than Christmas. It just, it's a lot more fun. We have a lot more fun doing it. I mean, I, we love Christmas, but... Uh, it is something that and, – and Brandy, I, I kind of connect with you in that level because of the fact that I have been going to this event since I was a kid. So I you know, I, I spent many years in Orlando, went to college there, uh, worked there. I worked at Universal at Nickelodeon when it was still in existence. And yeah. – go ahead. I, I got splashed at Nickelodeon. Nice. I don't yeah. – I probably wasn't the person to do it to you because I feel like I would have remembered that. But uh, I, I was there. Uh, it, it, was a, it was an awesome time. Um uh, during that. And that's where I kind of first went. I first went in 2001. And because of that, every time I walk in those gates, and I think much like Cody, when you're a kid and, and Brandy, like when you say we even with the horror connection is I walk in and I'm immediately like a tween <laughs> and it feels like so much fun. And we have a great Ed tween that's able to drink. So that's nice. Uh, especially now, like going post 21, a little bit more fun, uh, but still, still, uh, still a good time. Now you mentioned Mike and, um, 
and and I feel the same way, Heat and Magic Mike, because you know we have uh, we did a benefit together, a shirt benefit that was a uh, don't don't sue us, but it was a Bullet Club parody shirt that was the ILO Club, and in that episode, I uh, I butchered it. It was terrible. And he showed me the shirt. It was awesome. <laughs> well, we can hook you up with one. They're out of they're out of print now for charity, but I'll uh, I, I got a few left over. So, <laughs> but for that, how did you have a how did you become you know, friends with Mike? How did you get to know him? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, I think we just tweeted about the event. Yeah, I think night, and he tweeted spotted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think because he's so active on the social accounts, and he's so he's so like. He reminds me of a lot of really good wrestlers in a sense that he's really based on fan service. Like, sure. um, he's willing to hear any criticism, and he's he's really uh, willing to promote you like the good stuff. Uh, he it just he's magic. Um, I think it was Twitter that made that made that connection. And yeah. Mike, uh, I've been really careful about anyone I introduce to Mike. Uh, People that, have a way of ruining people ruin people, people ruin as you take the hookup. And Mike Mike is more than a hookup. He's become uh, one of our friends, and and he, he does. It's so cool to watch him walk around. Zach, it's I'll tell you one of the best things about the experience the last few years is watching Zach and him interact because Zach doesn't like that Mike is also famous. Um, <laughs> He didn't get it until we were actually we were over by the wharf in the middle of the dark, and these two girls came up screaming, and Zach was just convinced that they wanted a picture with with him, that with Long Island I see. He was make out city, woo woo woo, all that, and they actually asked Zach to take a picture of them and Mike, <laughs> and he did it. And I, no kidding, he turned around and looked at me. He goes, "Can you believe this guy?" <laughs> So I I love watching their interaction uh, because I'm sure if you've been with Mike, especially at HHN, don't walk into Finnegan's unless you want people to be oh, buying yeah. uh, Mike drinks left and right. Um, he He's the man. It's his events. Uh, we had an incident uh, where he walked us through a backstage area and there was a Jason. This was the year that Freddie versus Jason was happening. And the Jason went to give us the hey. Cape, get out of here. And he saw Mike and he literally turned away. <laughs> so you scared Jason. It was great. But yeah, my, you know, Mike's like struck the fear in him. So uh, that's, I love watching the two of them interact. Uh, we we also, we went through a house one time where uh, Mike was not satisfied with the wall. Oh, yeah. And he radioed, he goes, I'm sorry, guys. He goes, this, this isn't how it was meant. You know, we're going to do this again. And he radioed and he said, hey, he said, there's way too much smoke in the house. We've got to clear that out. And then I, I would like to bring my guests through again. And we went through the second time. It was like a different house. Like they like got that smoke. I don't know what they used. But they got That's that amazing. Smoke. Yeah. Like it was funny. I want Mike to bring his wife to the event one time. I, I want to hang out with him and his wife. I feel like he's, he's on the far end of the bar. Zach's grumbling about the DeLorean and my, you know, like I want to bring her in hat because I know he works so hard and I hope he just celebrates. He does so much stuff now. He's on cam talking about the lights on his castle, but I just want him to, you know, enjoy, enjoy his moments. Cause I've been there, man. You get so stressed out about something you put together you walk out and you do it and you forget to take any of it in. And, uh, 
We like Magic Mike. Oh, yeah. We do as well. And Summer, his wife, we've had her on too. And she's a friend. And uh, definitely – she gets it. And if you want to see Summer, by the way, and people don't, some people don't know, she does the uh, horror and makeup show at Universal. Like almost every Friday, a couple days a week, we'll post about it. And I'll, I'll find the answers before we wrap this episode up of when she, uh, when she does those. But go check out Summer in the horror makeup show. But I think, guys, you know, I feel like we've, we've wrapped up this part. But what I talk about now, though, is we're heading into 2017. We're heading into to Horror Nights 27. What are you guys looking forward to? Anything other than The Shining? Anything that's popping popping around in your heads that like that's something you're really looking forward to my i'm gonna go ahead and say that and i'm always wrong by the way <laughs> i'm gonna love the most but um i'm anticipating i'm going to love the saw house okay um, i am a huge fan of just the whole saw being like from the first to the last there's been something about it all the way through, even though some of them in between weren't so great. There's something about that. Um, there's a realism to it. There's some psychopath could do this, could drug me and I could wake up in a contraption that I have to either kill somebody or blow my own leg off to get it, to get out. It's the most terrifying concept in the world to me. And some of the traps are so elaborate that I feel like only Halloween Horror Nights could get that right. Um, and have me, you know, shaken to the core about them. So I'm thinking on Saw being the house, mm. especially Saw coming up. Now that there's that new Jigsaw movie, yeah, Jigsaw. Out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying that it's 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 a lot of it's one of the more highly anticipated houses this year. And I think you're right. I think there's a lot of fans like you who have dedicated themselves to this series and just love it. I'm I'm. I'll be sold when I'm sold. I mean, I'm sure it's good. The house will be great. They're always great. I'm not one of those guys that nitpicks everything and hates stuff. I'm sure I'll love it. I always do. But um, I'm curious. I'm definitely curious. Cody, what do you think? I would say uh, The Fallen. Uh, yeah. I, I love an original house. Same here. Uh, my favorite house of all time is Gothic, most likely. Yes. You, you, you've satisfied a lot of fans right now. <laughs> okay, I, went, I was blown away, and then when they did the kind of cumulative Jack twenty five years, uh, and there was that portion included, I was just giddy over it. Um, so I, I have high hopes for the Fallen. I also the proper the big properties like Saul and The Shining. Lately, I feel like maybe as long as I've been going, have not disappointed. Like they. Right. They've been just as good as you expected. They've been worth their hype. Uh, but I love an original house, so I'll say the fall in. And I'm really looking forward to uh, the Shining House uh, a lot. All right. I feel like those are those are solid choices. You're proving yourselves as fans. If anyone was curious, you know, we've had some, you know, we'll, we'll put in quick celebrity fans on. You could tell they're like they're kind of in between. These guys know their stuff. The fact that you're pulling you're pulling these things out of there, I don't think anyone could walk away. I do want to take we we uh, before we wrap up. We, we asked on Twitter, you retweeted it, and both of you retweeted it, uh, to get some questions. And now I had to sort some of these out. I sorted out all the Where's Hangman. I sorted out all the ones that were... Uh, the other night in a, a, a very, very nice restaurant, and a guy walked up to us and goes, Hey, where's Hangman, guys? Where's Hangman? He was like one of the, the uh, waiters or something. That's great. Wants to know. We don't know, guys. We and you said you, you you hit us with a trigger word, by the way. You said in between, and that is also one of our our favorite houses as a couple. That, that's my. We were blown away by in between period. a few years back. Yeah, the in between. Right. 
Three DMAs. <laughs> awesome. So again, I sorted those out. Don't worry, we're not going to ask any of those. If 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 they get through, it's not me. It's a stooge. So don't worry. All right. On Twitter, uh, HHN Dog. And by the way, if you guys don't re- get that reference, I'll put a link to something in our uh, our notes. Uh, at HHN Dog on Twitter said, "Favorite Howarlene uh, Horror Nights icon and why?" Hard hitting questions. I think that's a very easy question. For yeah. Both of us. Yeah. It's Jack. Yeah, of course. Uh, Definitely. Doesn't that dude work for WWE now? Uh, well, no. Um, the guy who is his really Jack in our eyes is James Keaton, who is he's been on this show. You guys should go listen to the episode. It's incredible. He's an actor in Orlando. He's also uh, the voice of the talking fountain in Islands. He is the voice of um, the shrunken head most of the time out in front of uh, in front of the Harry Potter area by in uh, Universal Studios and. What else? He's Crush at Turtle Talk from Crush and a bunch of stuff. He's an amazing actor, James Keaton. I think he was on our episode 10. So go back and listen to that one. Um, but no, who you're talking about is uh, – is what is he called in the WWE? Mike Rome, who yeah, is – he, he definitely has portrayed – he's a friend of the show. So I'll say that. He's a friend of the show. We haven't had him on uh, – not due to us, uh, not asking, uh, <laughs> due to other things. We have not had him on yet. But he yeah, he portrayed everybody, including like Beetlejuice and stuff. But he was like all the icons throughout the years. And now he's with the WWE. So I think I think Jack, Jack is our favorite icon. The first time we went together, it was Lady Luck. And we didn't really even sweat Lady Luck. We were yeah. Jack, Jack, especially after, you know, the 25. Yeah, yeah, he was just... Just, it was amazing. So Jack's our guy. Yeah. Well, again, I think everyone agrees with that. And what you guys need to see this year is one of our friends, Darren, who is one of the uh, designers of Horror Nights, one of the prop designers. They're selling these amazing, like, statue busts of Jack. And it's like, they call it like Gentleman Jacks. And they're like, he's like very nice and they're awesome. Uh, so they're in Williamsburg, Hollywood, I think starting next week. So I'm like saving my money. No idea how much they're going to cost. But I showed it to my wife and it was one thing. She's like, yeah, you can display that. That's completely fine. What have even like had a big big impact like Jack. Well, other than Chance, well, yeah, Chance. Chance, yeah, Chance last year um, we had her on Aaron Klein. Uh, the Caretaker is a very popular one. Uh, that was in 2002 and uh, a few other times. Like they brought him back uh, and show he showed up in stuff like the 25 year. Uh, yeah. The director is another one. There really were kind of a, an era of like ten or you know ten like six icons in a row, and now they kind of just bring them in every so often. Like we don't have one this year. Yeah, Mike's the icon this year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll we'll make sure of that with everyone wearing their their ILO Club shirts out out in the parks this year. Okay, well, that's that's good though. It's not every you know. It's it's got to be right. It's got to be significant. And if you have enough content, it's not. Um, I think you're right. It's quality over quantity. You know, we don't need an icon. Well, the place is filled with good stuff already. Yeah, because I think, like you said, like Lady Luck, it's one of those ones where if it's just there, then it doesn't really add. To, yeah, the, no. to anything. It just almost, it somewhat takes away from it. So uh, I, I agree with that. All right. The Walking Dead this year. Yes. And, and I, and man, I hate the show. Hate <laughs> the show. We, we watched it for a while. I, and then for a while, you know, it, it wasn't. The world's <laughs> just over, dude. It's just over. It's no like, oh, the world's not over. No, it really is over. So I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that Walking Dead is not everywhere. Yes, agreed. And I think, again, a lot of fans are nodding their heads in agreement as well. 
Oh man, let's uh, let's see what other questions we've got. Uh, Rob Wilkins on Twitter said, "A question both Cody and Brandy, being part of the wrestling business. Any of your friends or you guys want to be in horror movies?" I am all but paying somebody to put me in a damn horror film. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. I can scream with the best of them. I'm cool with getting killed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. But actually, uh, recently my manager did have a read come in for, for something horror-related, which was really cool. So we'll see where that goes. But I'm shocked that I don't I don't read for them more often because they're right up my alley. I mean, like I said, I got a tattoo on my arm. What else y'all want? Right, you're ready. <laughs> I, I don't want to be I don't want to be in anything horror related. I I I can barely do comedy. My acting skills are very, very limited. I He's feel alive. I feel like uh, me, we 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 watch your stuff, man. We disagree. And pretending to be scared would be pretty rough. Yeah, uh, that. that- but I also, <laughs> I also am easily very scared, very scared. It's one of the things about HHN that I think is unhinging to Zach is that I have no interest in playing any of this cool. Everything scares me. Everything scares me. That's awesome. Well, I, you know, my day job, this is just for fun and because we both, you know, I have a, a love and respect for Halloween Horror Nights is I make movies. So if I'm not a horror guy, though, so but if I ever get around to it or if I have any buddies, I'll, I'll let you know, Brandy. Yeah, absolutely. My, my stuff is all like Dick Van Dyke walks around his hometown. It's all sweet and happy. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not and nothing like this, uh, sadly. Up in the world, that'd be for me. All right, well, we'll, we'll work on that. All right, uh, undis- I think we talked, we may have answered this already. Undiscovered Retro on Twitter said, what year was the best so far in your opinion? Yeah, that's a tough one. That is tough. See, 25 is a lot of people's answers. And then 26, kind of a lot of people stepped back and said, okay, 26, pretty darn good. But I don't know if you guys go further back than that. I know there's the personal connection for you guys too. Yeah. Um, 25 was, was... 25 was excellent. That's... that's, that's- Definitely. Yeah. True. And that's the year that we bought the most merchandise and we're so in tune with everything. But 26 was really good. 26 was really good. I, I, I want to go all the way back, though, to the year, and I'd have to actually look it up, but to the year that Gothic was on the board because. Was that 22? Uh, actually, I really love the year that ABP was there, too. I was yeah. so into the ABP. Blast. Oh, yeah. my gosh. All the tall. Yeah. It was pretty cool to learn that they all had to be a certain height. Yeah, I was super into ABP, and I also had American Werewolf that year too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was like 2013, I think. Or that, hey, I think that was the that was the year we saw you in the park. That was the mustache years. So I think that's 2013. Uh, the problem is they the years blend together. Yep. We call yeah. it the HHN blur here on the show, <laughs> where it's a little always a little fuzzy where everything lands. If I had to make a call right now, I would go with 25, just because I remember so much of that year, um, and like the classic horror house being that year, which I'm a big, big fan of classic. No, I don't think classic was 25. That wasn't 25? No. What year was that? That's like 23. 25, they did the, uh, they did like the house with, with the Jack house had all of the classic monsters in it. And that they had the classic universal monsters, I think is 23 or 24, right? Huh. Um, no. I'd, I'd have to go back and look in my, my own uh, notes, but I do have to commend commend Brandy because Gothic was Horror Nights twenty two, which she called without even googling it. So 
The classic one is 23. 23 was a, was a solid one. That was solid. <laughs> All right. We'll take your word for it. All right. There's a, a bunch of other questions, but I mean, I don't want to take up too much of your time. We'll wrap up with this one. They said if there uh, was going to be a Cody Rhodes American Nightmare, and I'll say a Brandy Rhodes Mrs. Nightmare as well, house, what would you want in it? And that was from that was from the IL Club, which, by the way, I've, we have nothing to do with except for they use our logo and they use Mike's face and and uh, logo. But they're not associated with us, but all love to them. Uh, so, what elements would be in a uh, in the American Nightmare House? I think kind of like dystopia. Uh, if you think of some of those like um, Richard Nixon and uh, a Reagan mask, uh, a lot of uh, pop up scares with the dead presidents. Uh, type. Uh, maybe a little bit of purge election year, uh, stolen, stolen in there. Definitely wouldn't be a 3D maze. Uh, may, <laughs> but maybe a lot of paint effect. I'm really overthinking this. A lot of paint effects with the flag and stuff like that. But I'd say a lot of heavy purge election year, a lot of dead presidents coming at you, good stuff like that. All right. For, like for, for, for my house, I am a big fan of things that happen – that you don't think are going to happen. So, um, like walls moving, um, that'll always scare the crap out of me. And even if I see it coming, it's still going to scare me. But uh, there was one haunted house uh, trick, I guess, that I saw many years ago that scared me more than anything ever in my life. And if I could ever do a house, I would absolutely do it. It was um, walked into a room and there was a guy above me like elevated above me but he was chained to the wall like his hands were chained above his head and his feet were chained to the wall and uh he was like wriggling like he was trying to get free trying to get free and as i walked right in front of him he pulled the chains from the top and they stopped right above my head so it looked like it's about he was going to fall on me and it scared me like paralyzed me for a minute and then, like, I saw him, like, slowly raise back up. And I was like, how did they do that? Like, that's insane. Brandy really likes the uh, effect where you're underwater, but you're not with smoke. And I'm hoping that that's going to happen with, um, what's the name of uh, the, the, the... Is it Rising Waters? Um, Dead Waters. Dead Waters, yeah. That. yeah. That's the house I'm looking forward to. So I, I think we're on the same wavelength there, too. That, that effect is awesome. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I did have one last one. This guy just texted me, and I just have a question for you, which is this is from the guy who was, who was Ted in the Bill and Ted show, and he was just said, why no Bill and Ted? Why do you guys never never come? So, we did. We did. Um, okay. before last. We, yeah, we, we, have gone, we have gone when we are together just as just Brandy and I. We are going this year, undoubtedly. Okay. No doubt. We will not skip it. One of the things about Bill and Ted that it, Occasionally will make us feel uncomfortable is there's usually a wrestling joke in there and you feel like all the lights are on you yeah and, you just, <laughs> and you're like uh, there's what? a brief moment of panic plus to get zach to sit down <laughs> yes yeah, it's very tough. tough but he said going because i i've always enjoyed bill and ted always yeah. So, the last uh, one that we went to was really good. I, yeah. I enjoyed it and I had fun and I laughed. I think they did the yes chant in that one. Yeah, there's yes. always wrestling. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Yeah, um, they're hardcore wrestling fans as well. I mean, as well as a lot of us are. I mean, I think I talk to Mike more about wrestling than I do about Horror Nights. But I will, li- hey, Jason, if you're listening to this, because I know they also do that, they, they put in those jokes when they know you guys are there. Uh, not, uh, not always, but they always have a few. Like, but uh, so this time, if you see them, 
just don't say anything. Just be nice at the end. Don't make any, you know, we, we don't need two sweeting everyone in the audience. It's okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. And hey, uh, follow you guys. Obviously, if, if you're not a wrestling fan and you don't follow Cody and Brandy, do it. I'll post their Twitter and Instagram and everything. Uh, in our notes, and you guys are always on the road. And then I think Ring of Honor, we have a lot, obviously have a lot of Floridian audience. Is Ring of Honor coming to Florida? Are you going to be there for those dates? Do you know? Ring of Honor is coming back uh, to Lakeland. I know that uh, Ring of Honor just put uh, the Lakeland show, the ticket sales up there, and Kenny Omega is going to be joining us for that show. A really great uh, big get for Ring of Honor, um, uh, especially with the IWGP US Championship and all that good stuff. So yeah, Ring of Honor is returning to Florida. I know Lakeland and Fort Lauderdale uh, are both now on the calendar, so we will uh, we will be back. Awesome, and we never even mentioned Cody currently Ring of Honor champion, so we didn't even throw that in there. So awesome, man. We guys, we, we just appreciate you guys coming on and spending time with us and, and nerding out with us about Horror Nights. Oh no, thanks for having us. We can't wait for the event. Right. I was looking forward to this uh, ever since it became a possibility. Any chance i get to talk about my crazy side it's welcome so thank you anytime if you want to pop on you just let me know if you want you want to take over the show i think you you know a lot more about horror than any of us so so feel free (laughs) talk talk to you guys later have a great night let us know what you think of the event this year yeah thank Thank you. you all right obviously special thanks to cody and brandy make sure you check them out they're touring around all over the country and with Ring of Honor Wrestling, you can find that out at ROHWrestling.com. I know I mentioned the dates in Lakeland, Florida. They're going to be there in November with Kenny Omega. And if you're a wrestling fan, that's a pretty huge deal. He's going to be out there. But he's the current champion, so our our bets are always on Cody. Uh, just a terrific guy and uh, just a friend of friend of Mike's, a friend of the event. And like, just like us, Chris, really connected with everyone via Twitter and social media, kind of brought us all together. And I think that's what's so cool about Horror Nights. Um, even now when we've had such an interesting week with the hurricane and all the issues that arose that we, we are just, you know, a few hours, few, you know, technically like 48 hours away from the hurricane hitting Orlando and, uh, people are recovering and people are already posting their anticipation for this weekend. Uh, I mean, I've had people message me from like Tampa that got hit quite bad yeah. saying to me, do you know if there's been any damage to the houses? Are the houses okay? I'm right. like, dude, you know, worry about your own place right now because you know, universal's got it sorted. Yeah, I do kind of feel that way, too. It's like, all right, guys, there is priorities we should have here. And uh, maybe our priorities are a little out of whack if we're worried about the props and the scare zones. But we're all passionate. We all care. And I think for for a lot of people, because um, we debated this, and I talked about this with uh, some friends, like, man, is it going to feel weird going down this weekend knowing that there's millions of people without power, knowing and, – and just in the vicinity and in the area, knowing I have personal friends that are affected by this, knowing that the cast – that's also the thing, that the cast of this is affected by it. But – it gets them some money, gets food on the table, uh, and gives for a lot of people that already had their tickets a distraction, uh, something that they don't have to think about the destruction that happened. Now, thankfully, the loss of life was low. Um, the destruction was was still intense in Orlando, in Tampa, but a little bit different. So we can be thankful for that and thankful that we're able to uh, get everything up and running. But we will be out there representing ScareZone. I'll be there this Friday uh, with my buddy Bart Scott from BLT. He'll be with me as well. And we'll have new content probably by the end of the week next week. You know, last year, Chris, we debated whether to be spoiler-free. And we went kind of spoiler-free for the entire season. I I feel like this year, our fan base is pretty darn loyal. And they go pretty quickly. So I feel like after a week or two, we'll start kind of breaking it down and really discussing 
um, some stuff, and we'll tell you when we're going to spoil stuff or, or go into detail. But I think while it's fresh on our minds, we got we got to dive in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening this week on Scare Zone. We could not do it without you. Again, as this sort of begins our our uh, begins the beginning of the end of our season in some ways because Halloween Horror Nights starts on Friday. Thank you guys for your continued support. Each and every other week that we do this show and during the season, obviously, every week and heck, sometimes even multiple times a week, I'm sure we're going to have coming up. And thanks to our friends at Universal for being so supportive of this show. This is something they could easily just write off as, as you know, not worth their time or not worth fans' uh, time to, to bring guests on. Obviously, our listeners are going to Horror Nights. They didn't have to give us someone like Patrick to come on. They don't have to give us people like Aaron, but they know that this is a, an outlet for their hardcore fans like us. Uh, to engage. And we want to thank them for always being a, a support to our show and uh, embracing it fully. So again, we thank them uh, so very much. And until next time, Chris, the book though, hey, I didn't say this, we should probably do it since this is our mega show. Shirts have been selling. I have to say, some people are like, I hope I get my shirt by opening night, guys. It takes some time here. Uh, shirts take about a week to two weeks, depending on where you live in the continental United States. Uh, and if it's overseas, Good luck. Uh, I have no idea how long that takes. but it, Not long. My scare zone shirt didn't take long. It doesn't take that long, but you're not going to have it by Friday. But I want to thank everyone that did place their orders. And you can still get them, especially if you're going in the October dates. You'll totally have it in time. Scarezone.com. Click shirts. Uh, the Bill and Ted were history shirts are kind of the hot one this year. Uh, we have a couple brand new designs as well. And the book, if you are about to head down, you can still probably get the book uh, before Friday to uh, oh, yeah, definitely. The, the guide can happen. Now, Amazon's been a little slowed down because of the hurricane, but I still think you'd be okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're Amazon Prime or whatever, I mean, you can get it pretty quick. I mean, most bookstores are stocking it, so, you know, it's, it's all good. All right. Well, you can check that out at scarezone.com as well, or just go to Amazon, search for... Uh, what's the official title this year of the book? It, it, it just dropped, because it, it dropped my head. It's changed so often, <laughs> it's so just minutely. <laughs> she took time to type in Chris Ripley, Halloween, and it'll come up. It, it will do, yeah. It's Halloween Horror Nights Unofficial, the story and guide 2017. All right, very nice. Okay, well, until next time and until Friday, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we will see you at Finnegan's. <laughs>